we'll dive into conversations about food, fitness, stress, career, and family. We'll learn from each other, feel more connected, and we'll explore ways to design a life you love. So what are you waiting for? Keep listening for tips, tricks, and fun facts about feeling good, looking good, and living better. And don't forget to bring a snack. This is a Side of Syrup podcast. One of my most favorite companies in the entire world happened to be started by someone right here in Los Angeles a couple of years ago. Kirsten Shaw is the owner, founder, and head baker behind the very best cookie in the whole wide world. And friends, it truly is. Especially around holiday season, I can't even begin to describe what she makes around um, the end of the year for all the holidays. It is like oh, bananas, but I still dream of it to this day. And I'm actually starting a countdown to when it's here in about two months. Anyway, I'm thrilled for you to hear more about her story, all she has going on, and her future plans to expand and grow this business and get these cookies out to you. They're also available for shipping online, which I've included how to buy, where to buy, how to follow on Instagram in the show notes for this episode. But in the meantime, get your sweet tooth ready. And here is my friend, Kirsten. Hello, Kirsten. It's so awesome that you're here. I am so excited to chat today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if you guys do not know, I mean, you should by now, because I've talked about it at length, uh, the very best cookie in the whole wide world, you are looking and listening right now to its creator and founder and cookie baker extraordinaire. I, before this call, we can get into this later, but I have ranked all of my favorite cookies of yours that I've tried over the years because they're all incredible. It was very hard. It took about 35 minutes because I was deciding and I was like, wait, what about ooh, this one? Um, but uh, she is the, the most talented and I'm, I've got very high cookie standards and baking standards. The most talented baker extraordinaire that I have tasted in years. Uh, and so I, Kirsten, I would love for you to tell everybody a bit about who you are, more about what you do, and we can kind of get into how you got here. Thank you. So like many others, I had a pandemic pivot. I, at the start of the pandemic, was furloughed from my job. I was working uh, as a server at Rose Cafe in Venice and also trying to fundraise for a co-working space. I don't know if you know this part, actually. No. I was trying to build a female-focused co-working space that was going to have child care, fitness studios, <sighs> uh, beauty services, and a cafe. So I was trying to raise $10 million for that nice. project and working nights at the restaurant. Yeah. And of course, everything completely fell apart once the pandemic hit. And I just couldn't even like begin to focus on trying to raise money for a project when who knows that like if that was going to come to fruition. Yeah. <clears throat> and I 
once I was furloughed from my job, I was like, I don't care what happens. I cannot go back to serving. I had been there for four and a half years and it is extremely, for anybody that's waited tables before, worked in a restaurant, you know how it is. It's, uh, I learned the most about myself, I think, working those four years at the restaurant for sure. But mm-hmm. it was very long nights and long hours and hard work and I just was over it. So at the start of the pandemic to quell my anxiety, I started baking chocolate chip cookies for all of my friends and family and ding dong ditching them and leaving them on their doorstep as just like something fun and delicious to do. And after about a month of that, people were like, you really should just sell these cookies. Mm-hmm. And I had built a website before for my previous company, which was a clothing company. So I had a little bit of experience building websites. So I was just like, well, I have nothing to lose. I'm literally sitting around doing nothing if I'm not baking. So might as well try it and see if it works. And it just grew completely organically through word of mouth. And that was almost two and a half years ago. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Did you have a baking or like cooking background before? No, not at all. I just, I just love feeding people. I'm actually a better cook than I am a baker. I always joke that I don't even like baking. I just like eating sweets. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Like, I mean, what you make is incredible. Like, no formal training for this? No. Uh-uh. Just, like, tweaking recipes. Growing up, my mom was a professional scrapbooker and would host these, like, scrapbooking retreats at our house yeah. with all of her, you know, customers. And so I started baking for them at a very early age. Like, by sixth, seventh grade, I was, like, making banana cream pies and brownies and Texas sheet cake and chocolate chip cookies and all sorts of things for them. And I just, like, always loved feeding people. I actually thought I wanted to go into the culinary world. And I yeah. graduated UCLA and was going to go to culinary school after I graduated UCLA, but then I was nannying for a family mm-hmm. waiting for my program to start. And I was doing all of their cooking and I was like, Oh no, this is not the life for me. I do not like this. I like entertaining and I like feeding people, but like cooking professionally is yeah. not my cup of tea. So no, I, you switched. I ended up, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's so funny when you were talking, like two shows came to mind. One, the bear, which uh-huh. Everybody finish that. Yep. And then one I feel highly underrated, but the server perspective. Oh my gosh. Sweet bitter. Oh no, I don't know that one. Oh my What's gosh. What's the one with the catering? They were catering. It's kind of older. Oh. Uh, with the guy from Severance. Yes. Yeah. Something party? No. I know. I'm terrible at this. I, I'm a visual <laughs> person, so I can picture the logo. Or like the, you know, the but yeah no it's it's so funny those those stick in your mind of like oh no no I am not doing this I cannot do this for the long term and I I also have friends who have been chefs in restaurants and then personal chefs and it's just like it's a whole different ball game of like yeah you know families really restricting even what the chef wears in their home or, you know, how they mm-hmm. look at people or, or how they treat people. And it's, it's just a whole different thing. It's like, you know, you're doing the smart thing. You're using your natural gift and then dropping it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't have you. that interaction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So 
I mean, I guess another thing too, the, 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 the website that you built, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the branding, the, the packaging, it's all so beautiful. Like how, how did you also, did, is this all you and your brain? I made my logo on my phone with an app called PicMonkey. <laughs> we literally, like when I decided that this was going to be a thing, we were all sitting on the couch. It was my mom's birthday yeah. October or April uh, 10th, 2020. And we're all sitting around. And I'm like, this really is the very best cookie in the whole wide world. And my sister goes, is that what you should call it? And we, I was like, well, the domain is obviously available because it's mm-hmm. a million words long. Yeah. <clears throat> I forget where I was going with that. Oh yeah. So I just like mocked up a logo on my phone and pick monkey <laughs> and that stuck. And luckily one of my good friends is a graphic designer. So she's helped me do all the stickers mm-hmm. and all that uh, packaging design, but yeah, it's really just, it, it's fun. It's so much easier to market a product. Like I don't consider myself, like, I don't consider that I do any marketing because mm-hmm. I'm just sharing something that I love with people that I like, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't feel like I'm being salesy or marketing at all. It's mm-hmm. all come quite naturally, but yeah. So it's all been organic, I guess you could say. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's just, it's, amazing to see because I think I think I got your cookies in the very beginning um uh-huh. pretty early on because I'm a loyal fan <laughs> but, but it just like I, everything that comes out I'm like you're like you're saying too like it does feel organic like uh-huh. groups you've partnered with charities that you've supported along the way you know nothing feels like oh this is interesting like it just feels like oh yeah this new flavor, this makes sense. And then you're going to support this. And it just, it, it, it makes you feel good in so many, so many different ways to support your business. Thank you. Thank you. And I have pretty simple taste. I mean, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. It's a chocolate chip cookie, Mm -hmm. but I think the quality of the ingredients, I use really good butter and really good chocolate. And it just allows fewer, simpler ingredients just allows the quality of the ingredient to shine through. Yeah. And I, (laughs) I get asked this a lot and people are like, you're a health and wellness coach. You eat a lot of sweets. You know, my dog growing up, her name was Candy because (laughs) we just, well, as a family, like, you know, you got a sweet tooth or as I like to say, like, you know, like cows have five stomachs, like humans also have a separate compartment, like a separate size for for sweets. Like it exists. Absolutely. Yeah, um, and I don't need like handbags or shoes. I, 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 I exit that money to go to my teeth. <laughs> so, you know, but, but it's just like, you have to enjoy life. You, you have mm-hmm. to like, you have to take that bite. You got to eat the cookie. Like you, I don't believe in like um, deprivation at all or like just mm-hmm. cutting something cold turkey and never having it again, you know, like that just doesn't work. That's not like living a happy and whole life. So to me, it's like, of course I'm going to have the cookies and the cookies made with like the best ingredients mm-hmm. because that's worth it then, you know, if you're going to grab something off the grocery store shelf that's been sitting there and like made, to, made, to sit there for a long time, like exactly. not exactly worth it, but something no. like made with the love, made with the care, made with the right things. Like, absolutely. Like yeah. I am not taking any of that out of my, my day-to-day routine. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny because people always ask if I would do like paleo or whatever health diet, like fat is in the moment, cookies mm-hmm. or treats. And I'm like, no, that's not really what I'm about. You know, I have gluten free and I have vegan. Yeah. And those are more about like dietary restrictions rather than fad diets. But I just want to produce wholesome, delicious treats. And like, if you're not eating sugar, then, you know, find somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. But like, also the gluten-free ones don't taste gluten-free. And yeah. And I don't, I I don't know how, what your secret sauce is there. Cause I've tried to make my, my husband goes on like weird kicks all the time. And he's like, I'll have a red pill. Yeah. And I, or like the cup for cup and I'm like, and I've really tried and, and like the brownies turn as hard as a rock. The cookies are just barely edible. Like, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not about bad at baking, but it's just not, um, not so great, but you've managed to, to, to make them taste just as good as the, the OG. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So you have now, now you're here, what, we're almost 2023, 20, so almost three years in this business. Mm-hmm. Bananas, A. Yeah. <laughs> but B, you know, you know, you are, you're, are, are doing this and you, you've got a team and you've got your family and, and friends supporting, but like, how do you even take time to do anything for yourself or like take care of yourself? Like, is this even on the table right now? Oh my gosh. Uh, my first year I worked literally around the clock. I was doing everything out of my parents' house and I didn't have any employees at the time. So I was getting up at like five o'clock in the morning to start making Rice crispy Treats for the day. Yeah. And so I could get all of my baking done early and let everything cool before I had to package and ship everything. Mm-hmm. And I worked like almost every day of 2020. Yeah. 2020 was rough, but I loved what I was doing and I was feeding so many people and it was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But then in 2021, when I hired, it was awesome to be able to outsource. And I have ADHD and I suffer from depression. So I got, I was getting, it's really hard when the business goes through different cycles to not take things personally. And I was just getting really depressed, especially like seeing other companies that had come up in the pandemic and like watching them soar and feeling stuck. And like, it's so hard not to compare yourself to other people and other businesses and to realize like every, like every journey is different. And so, but whatever, that is separate, but Awesome. So how do you find that time for yourself? Uh, I think you just have to make it happen. Like I was losing my mind working all the hours and all the days in 2020 and hiring somebody was the best thing I could have ever done. I wish I would have hired somebody earlier so that I had more time to focus on the business instead of trying to do the business and the social media and the marketing and the emails and, you know, everything and baking and shipping. So hiring definitely allowed me to free up some time for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, I, I love to read, yeah. reading a, getting lost in a good book. So I think that when I allow myself to read and just can get lost, that that, you know, rejuvenates me tremendously. Yeah. What's on your nightstand now? Uh, right now I'm reading The It Girl. 
and another book, which I can't even remember the title of, about Hemingway's first wife. Oh. French girl or something like that. I I think I have I have a, the one oh I have a good one you're gonna like it um it's about uh it's similar to that but it's about Frank Lloyd Wright and uh his first wife and Ooh. inside that yeah it's a little juicy yeah yeah <laughs> uh do you read cookbooks oh my gosh I have so many cookbooks I had to stop myself this year I was going wild yes I love cookbooks I love all the beautiful pictures and fun recipes I with cooking, I actually don't like following recipes per se. I'll use it more as inspiration, but unless yeah. it's a cuisine I'm not familiar with. But yes, I love cookbooks. Yeah, that's that. That's the dangerous thing by my bedside table, and then I get excited, yeah, mm-hmm. and cannot sleep because I'm mm-hmm. like, Ooh, I'd like to make this or this or like, how do I find this ingredient? Like, there's there's a recipe I keep reading or a cookbook I keep reading, and then they keep using a like date syrup and like pomegranate syrup and I, uh-huh. and I don't know where to find pomegranate syrup. So I'm on, always on a mission. I'm like, I will make this recipe someday. You gotta go to surface. Have you been to surface? Oh, in Culver city, right? Yeah. It's oh. great. We'll have it for sure. Okay. okay. It's been ages, ages. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's going to be dangerous to go there too. Yeah. <laughs> too much good stuff. I can just take all my money. Right. Right. The cheese selection, everything. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Well, it's, I know that being an entrepreneur is one of like the hardest jobs because when you take that break, it's probably a feeling of like, I shouldn't be doing this or Mm -hmm. uh, the guilty feeling about that too. Mm -hmm. And especially because your job is so tied to other people and and feeding Mm -hmm. others. And like the feeling that you get from that is like Mm -hmm. your why and keeps you going. Like, it's good that you have found some like outlets to, to slow down. But like, I, I can't imagine like in 2020, there was no way to do that. But the the past two years, have you found more time? Like, have you gotten Uh, days off and like actually shut down? Yeah. It's funny. Well, it's hard to totally shut down because my brain is just always going. Yeah. I went, my boyfriend, parents have a house in Montana and we went in January and I was supposed to not work at all and of course I was like oh I'm gonna try all this recipe dev and like just got sucked into everything and I worked literally the entire time back again this summer and I actually like shut the business down for a week so Mm -hmm. then I was able to just like disconnect and it was wonderful I I read four books in 10 days (laughs) and went on hikes and cooked all the food and it was great so that was my first like real vacation since yeah this started. Gosh. And you met your boyfriend through cookies, right? Yes. He was a customer first. <laughs> he ordered uh, July of 2020. And back then I only had the OG chocolate chip. And then I added pecans to that. And I made the pecan chocolate chip. And he ordered that and the cookie dough. So literally everything on my website he ordered. And in the comments, he wrote, I love you. And I was like, oh, are you talking to me? Like, are you talking to Cookie? Who, yeah. Who's this for? And back then, I was seeing every single order that came through. Yeah. And then he tagged me on Instagram when he baked his cookie dough. And we just became 
buddies on Instagram and then the rest is history. <laughs> I love that love story. Love it's pretty sweet. Love and we're ready to sell it to Hallmark. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> also jealous because he gets to taste what doesn't make it oh, to, yeah. the, to the, the cutting room floor or what falls oh, on the yeah. cutting room floor. <clears throat> Absolutely. He's a great taste tester. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, so now, now that like you have now everything is sort of moved into a new space and you're baking smaller batches, like what is your day-to-day life or like, I guess, week-to-week life look like? Because I can imagine you're not running into shipping stuff every day all the time. Maybe you have more like process or streamlined, mm-hmm. but like what, what does it look like for you? Yeah. So Mondays, since we, well, we, we ship Monday through Wednesday, we ship everything two days. So we can't ship on Thursdays because it wouldn't arrive before the weekend. Yeah. So Mondays we do a lot of prep work and then we bake and ship everything Monday through Wednesday, Thursday, we do local deliveries and then Fridays doing recipe dev and some back office admin kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had to get much more structured because we used to like ship and deliver all over the place and all the time. And it was too much. And I think people having less choices, like they're not bothered by having less choices. It's just like you take what you can get. Totally. But um, but I would like to make a request that yes. the the bars you had for the holiday season. Oh, yes. Bring those back sometime because those... I still dream about them. Which ones did you love? Uh, I ordered one. I had the cookies and cream brookie thing, and I had the peanut butter fluff one for Halloween, and I had a brown butter toffee. Brown butter toffee. Yes. Okay. I'm working on a new version of that, actually, Uh, today. Yes. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure we also got the cinnamon, we got the thick mint and the, the cookies. Oh, and, yeah. and I ate them thick all. Thick mint is coming back. Like people request that all year long. Oh, I kept it in my freezer and I waited till I had a good work moment to like finish the last three cookies myself. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're going to do a mint brownie too that I'm excited about. Oh my gosh. I'm a total mint dessert person. So I love that. Yeah, me too. I love mint. Love Okay, since we're talking about flavors, I just have to tell mm-hmm. you also <laughs> my rankings here. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to admit this, and it's okay to shame me. I don't <laughs> love chocolate chip cookies. I love oh your- Oh, my gosh. I, no way. No. Just, I'm either like an all chocolate, like a brownie, or uh-huh. a no chocolate. Uh-huh. So- uh, I just will say that, but your chocolate chip cookies are amazing and everybody else is like so jazzed. But I, if I had to pick a chocolate, it would be the the fudgiest brownie. Yes. Those are so good. That was actually the first recipe I ever developed when I was living with my aunt and uncle the summer in between my junior and er, and senior year in college. I was experimenting with those brownies and I was like, started from some recipe off Epicurious. I can't even mm-hmm. remember what the recipe was and just like modifying it and playing with it. So changing the proportions. Yeah. 
Yeah. So back when I was 20 years old, a little, that's right. <laughs> it is so good with coffee. I like, oh, yeah. I like preserve it, mm-hmm. <laughs> slice it up. It's so, so delicious. I actually haven't shared it with any of my kids because <laughs> they don't need it too much and I don't want them to steal it. Yeah. But also the Sinus World. And oh my God. I have some of those right now in the freezer. I did a special batch for somebody last week. Out of this world. Out of this yeah, world. That's one yeah. of my favorites too. And for I'm any- playing with that as a bar also. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be delicious. For anyone who hasn't tried it or you hasn't had your cinny buns, which are cinnamon rolls, my neighbor comes and steals them and his wife doesn't really let him eat a lot of sweets. just gonna grab a cup of coffee over there but the the there's something like really magical about this in this world it's like i don't want to say doughy because that's the wrong word but it's like that inside part of a of a Mm -hmm. cinnamon roll transform into a cookie and so you're getting the best parts and the best bites like it's something something out of this world and special. They're so good. I love them. That's really one of my favorites. And that happened totally on accident. I was making cinnamon rolls and had extra filling left over. And I was like, I wonder if I just like put this inside of a cookie and tried to like roll it up if that would work. And I tried it and I was like, oh my, that's the only cookie I've ever made, by the way, that was like perfect the first time. Everything else is like 10 times. I'm trying to make things to get it right. That's what I was going to ask too, of like, you know, I, I think that a lot of us think like, oh, you know, they've got a recipe, they work from the recipe and this is, you know, put out into the world. Like so many things. It's like, everyone's like, oh, the, this person has popped, but they've really worked for 10 years to, to pop. <laughs> um, yeah. Like it's, it's like, how, how, how do you come up with a recipe? And then like, how do you taste test it and make sure it's like right in, in every kitchen you're going to bake it? That is actually very tricky because every oven is so different. So we just have to play around with the oven and cook times and temperatures to get it to turn out pretty consistently. Flavors, I I feel like I, I'm always going back to a lot of like nostalgic things I've loved from childhood. So Cinnabon was one of my favorites. I've done Hostess Cupcakes, mm-hmm. like Lemon cakes I love you know it's funny I'm very lowbrow with some things my very favorite cake in the whole world is the icebox lemon cake from Costco (laughs) you haven't had that like it's like 20 pounds and I could probably eat the top half of that thing in like two sittings (laughs) it's so good so I've been trying to like come up with a cookie form of that it hasn't worked out yet yeah and then yeah a lot of things just like seeing things on the internet like getting inspired by something mm-hmm. or sometimes I'll come up with the name of a cookie the yeah. um pucker up the strawberry one I did I started for valentine's day last year I came up with the name first and I was like okay like what can I do to make a cute red cookie for valentine's day mm-hmm. and I tried red velvet and I was like oh this is so boring like let's try strawberry instead and then it has actually been one of my best-selling cookies so yeah a lot of random yeah and inspiration when you when you decided on like here's going to be the flavor for pucker up like how many batches did it take to get to that like just right flavor uh that one 
it probably took a few tries. I got lucky with that one, but some of them, seriously, I try like 10 times and then I can't even get it right or can't get it to be consistent and we'll just drop it. Last year I was trying to do an apple cookie for Thanksgiving and we just couldn't get it right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go back to the drawing board with that one because I just love apple apple stuff. But yeah, it's also tricky because up until now I haven't had retail space. So it's and 75% of my orders are shipped. So I have to figure out what is going to ship well. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I open up retail space in the fall, I'll be able to really do whatever I want and not have to lean on shipping my cookies as much, which I'm really excited for. That's awesome. So I can have things like cinnamon buns on the menu all the time and do like different flavors of those and awesome. Can you more fresh ingredients? Can you share anything about the retail store? Is that still under wraps? Yeah, I got really, really lucky. My sister's friend saw a bakery on um, Instagram that was letting go of a space that they had taken a lease on and started building out and never finished and they were just over it so it's going it's in Virgil Village right across the street from Squirrel so I'm just waiting on the construction bid and as long as it's within what he expected it to be I'll be taking over that lease and hopefully get it built out in like six to eight weeks so I'm just waiting on a construction bid oh my gosh I already bought an oven and have it delivered there so it's like (laughs) it needs to happen yeah yeah. (laughs) I'm sending good vibes to you Thank you. I only imagine I, I love squirrel. They catered my um my first son's uh, our our baby shower and oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> love them. And then you have squirrel and then you have courage on the same street. Yeah. So it's like the yeah. runoff of both of those. Yeah, absolutely. That's Who doesn't want a bagel or a brownie for like yeah. Sunday breakfast? Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's awesome. Like yes. super incredible. I'm really pumped. And that's not, that's not too far of a drive for me. So yeah. <laughs> personally, that's also a win. <laughs> yeah. I just got really lucky because I never thought that I'd be able to afford retail space because retail is so much yeah. more expensive than commercial. Yeah. But just because they locked in the lease four mm-hmm. years ago and it's at a really good rate that it's doable. Yeah. And then it's, is it a ton of construction or just kind of like customizing to what no, you need? They've are, it's like almost finished being built out. I need to get a hood installed and have the walk-in fridge and freezer completed. And then the rest of it is cosmetic, like finishing up the paint and tile and that kind of stuff, which is really fun to be able to design. And I already have a gal that yeah. wants to be my coffee partner and wants to like take over all of that. So I won't even have to do coffee and beverage. Yeah. So. I think it's going to be great. And I really want it to operate like a co-op. So like bringing in other bakers and other makers to share the space with. I know how hard it is to find space, especially on a small scale. So to be able to open up the space and bring all of our customers together, I think will be mutually beneficial for everybody. Yeah. Well, it sounds like also like you've gone full circle too. Like you started so many years ago with a dream to have this like co-working space and bring people together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you're still doing that with your life. It's just in a different format. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. It's fun. People always ask if I'll go back to the co-working space. Cause I spent two years working on that business plan and getting all like just, it was a lot of work because it was so many different business components and yeah. that I wasn't familiar with. Um, 
but for me at that point that served a need for me and I wanted it to exist as a space that I could use and like now that I don't need that anymore I'm not as passionate about it whereas I have transferred that passion into yeah exactly like a co-op kitchen or a Mm -hmm. co-working kitchen and that really doesn't exist it's kind of crazy that it's so difficult for small people to find kitchen space right 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 yeah and then just you know supporting other talent out there and lifting them up Mm -hmm. and, you know, they can sort of ride the coattails of what you're doing. Um, That's just, that's great for community and that's great for sharing the love. Absolutely. And I love sharing. Like, I feel like I've learned so much. It's silly for people to have to refigure things out. Like anything I know, any vendors, like I'm happy to share all that stuff. Yeah. And then that, that's amazing too, because it's like you, oftentimes you're only like 10% ahead of somebody who's, you know, trying to follow the, not exactly your footsteps, but you know, something, a similar path. And it's like, why not? Like, I don't want to be a gatekeeper yeah. for anything. Like here's mm-hmm. this person's phone number. Here's what I did wrong. Um, or here's what's going to save you time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, you know, we're, we're all on this planet to kind of help each other out. And if we don't recognize yeah. that, you know, yeah, we- and there's enough business for everybody. Like yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not threatened by that at all. No, sharing. no, not at all. Not at all. Awesome. Well, I now have like a hundred things that I need to place orders for. So I, it's just a good reminder to always check in with you every couple of months, every couple of weeks. Um, but I have one last question for you and it's a question I ask everyone. Yeah. And quite honestly, my college roommate and I started this like, oh my gosh, close to 20 years ago. And it was like every night we'd ask each other this question before bed and it'd be like, if you had a button to do something for you right now, what would it do? And that was college. So most of the time it was like, bring me a Gatorade or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 8 a.m. Um, but but now it's just, it's so interesting. I think about that question often. I'm like, you know, if I I'm gonna have this like giant thing on my phone. I'm like, this would actually like a button, and I could press it. What would it do? Yes. If you had that button, what would it do in your life or in your day to day? Oh my gosh, clean up after me. I'm. <laughs> very ADHD. So I like will open a cabinet and already be on to the next thing. And Mm -hmm. obviously the kitchen gets very messy with all of the dishes and I can't start like my surface has to be totally clean before I can start something else. Otherwise I just get too distracted. Mm -hmm. But I also just like put things in obscure places. Like I have a chain on my phone because I lose my phone every single time I put it down. So I'm usually wearing it. So I don't lose it. I'll like put it on a shelf in the refrigerator and be like, where, where did it go? (laughs) So keeping me organized and cleaning up after me would be the button. Save me so much time. I would like that button too, because I'm also a misplacer of things. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it was an absolute pleasure um, having you on today and chatting and hearing your story. I love what you're doing and I'm so excited. Congrats on the retail space. I cannot wait to shout about it to everybody I know. You'll obviously be invited to the grand opening. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, dear. Have a great weekend. You're welcome. Thank you too. Bye. Bye. 
hope you enjoyed this episode of A Side of Syrups. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and review and subscribe so you never miss the next one. Also, if you know someone who would love this episode or podcast in general, send it to them too. Thank you. New episodes go up on Tuesdays. Thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. 